Whoa there. Before you go any further, I just want to warn you, this is not the History Half Hour. No. This is the after show. This may contain foul language and adult themes, so just be prepared. If that's not what you're into, that's fine. Turn away now. We won't think any less of you, we promise. You have been warned. Hello there, and uh, welcome to After Half Hours with Ryan and Jamie. I'm and Ryan, Lizzie. and I'm... You've been interrupted. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. She's forgotten the etiquette of the podcast. I, yeah, I got so excited. This, I feel weird because this has been the. It's been a little while since we've had a guest, actually. Yes. Um, was it? Was it you last time? No, surely no. not. No, I think someone else is. Surely not. I might. Have... I can't remember now. I don't know. I feel bad for whoever the guest was. I'm so oh. sorry. Um, we should make notes during the podcast with things that we were going to look up at the end. Yeah, that's true. We should definitely do that. Oh no, it was you. The development of the English language. To, I'm going to make a couple of lists of things. That was, uh, that was no guest, no guest, no guest. Bit. Yeah. It was you the last time. Brilliant. Episode eight. Wow. Yeah, and we're now on episode 19. So it's been a while. There's been less guests this series, and I I feel bad about it. I've got the hiccups now, which is nice. Fun. I feel bad about it. Um... That was interesting. Yes, the yeah. QI thing, by the way, if you listen to the last... Again, once again, this is the um, after show for Series 2, Episode 19. Language change. The Development of the English Language Part 2. If you haven't listened to that, dude, go listen to it. This, is, this isn't going to make any sense to you. No. So, do the thing. Uh, and yes, if you have listened to it, which I hope you have, the QI thing about the mouth friend and Shapesmith is correct. I was right. And I'm very happy with myself. Yes. Um, there's also tongue pad was another one that was there. And that was someone who just doesn't stop talking. Um, ah, so you're a tongue so pad. I'm a tongue pad. Yeah, I was going to say that. Mm. Um, uh, right. So these are the countries currently that have we have listens in. Okay. Um, so we've got... I won't go through all of them. I'll just go through the ones that are different and um, continent. continents. So we've got the UK and the US. So that's Europe and America. Australia. Um, India. Asia. Brazil, South America. All right. There's there's a lot. Oh, my God. Who they're, are these no, people? They're like less than 1%. So it's someone who's clicked on it and gone, oh, this is shit, and turned it off. Oh, yeah, but, but still, it's um, like, how did it South get... South Africa, into- which is Africa. <laughs> Do you think they like watching District 9? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only South African film you know. Listen. <laughs> uh, Chappie, that's a good film. Have you seen it? Chappie's a mm. great Chappie's really good. Actually, I, I just like I just like it is it's very good. Um, Charles Copley. Uh, what's the guy's? What's the director's name? Oh, I just got the jiggles. What's okay, the director's name? Um, um, I really like him. John Travolta. No, no, no. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's him. It's completely gone. N- now Bloomcamp. Now Bloomcamp. There we go. He's really good. Mm, yes. Um... South Korea. That's also that's that's but it's, that's the five ones that people I live mean, in. This is the fact that it's 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 gone like that far. I find it's really weird. Like, how did it get into people's existence? Yeah, exactly. Because it's such a small. We've only have six. We have just uh, just under seven hundred listens as of this recording. Um, Czech Republic, Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, Israel, Netherlands, South Korea, Philippines. Blimey. Portugal. Yeah. Some... Oh, you know you can leave reviews on podcasts now on Spotify. That's cool. Yeah, so um, can you leave a review? Um, you want? We... You can only do stars. Oh, really? I, I don't think you can type, type things. I know oh, you can on Apple Music, though. That's the, always been the thing, is that we have no connection to our audience whatsoever, other than the people who directly we know. Yeah, so could if 
you know, have, like an email or a website, no, or anything. You should no really sort this out. I mean, I think I don't think we should. I like it. I you like ready, it. Guys? The, thing is, the big thing is, we don't have any. Um, wow, you guys have got five stars on your rating. Thank you. Wow, I wonder why that. I'm going to go rate us one star. I, I want to know when I get told about this. If I ever, if ever, do you know what I mean? Um, I wow, both of your podcasts, five stars. Wow, that's so kind. Thank you. Again, I don't know how I'm going to be out of boredom. Um, yeah, there's there's some weird things that happen. Like um, our decolonization in Asia episode series uh, episode sixteen, uh, we got twenty six plays on that so far, and it's really because there's this real drop off. So our first episode is fifty plays. That's obviously the one that everyone clicks on. Yeah, because it's the episode one, and they turn off it immediately. Yeah, and then it kind of goes down the thirties, twenties, and then like the whole of series two has been pretty much sort of 15 to eight listens. That's fine. Mm. We're not doing it for the listens. We don't really mind. Um, but it was just so strange. The bitch were, were doing it for the like, bitches. It was like 22 in one day. And I was like, who is, who is listening to this? Yeah. That's very strange. You don't know 22 people. I don't know 22 people. I don't even know how I count to 22. No. Yeah, because they've only got 10 fingers. And also, this toes. is an interesting graph. The the the, the bar. The, sorry, pie chart of yeah. um, where people are listening. Mostly Spotify, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also a web browser. On the web browser, Castbox, Google Podcasts, and other is like fifteen percent. And I don't know what that other is. Obviously, Apple Music, probably. Possibly. It's it's yeah. It's weird that people have found it. We've got, <laughs> we've got every demographic as well. Especially Even over 60s. Less than 1%, but it's still there. Especially because we get with when we do it, we go, if we're telling someone we would do a podcast, we go have a podcast on Spotify. Whenever like, hey, I have a podcast for everyone who's listening on, uh, on, on Podbox. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have them on, all, like, on like five or six major things, but we, we don't no, I, I only, Talk I literally them. only use Spotify. How do you yeah. stumble across a podcast? Is what I want to know. Sure. Because like, even I'm, when I'm, I'm like trying to find my own podcast on other stuff, I'm like History Half Hour. That didn't work. Uh, History Half Hour with Ryan Jamie. Okay, now that didn't work. Yeah. Okay, now what do? How do I find? I know it's yeah. on here. How do I find it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 no clue. Yeah. Um, it's strange. What mm. other things? Speaking of strange things, you? I have developed a new obsession. What, Which is weirdly to do with language, but it, I uh, developed back. it before. Yeah, um, it's the Dutch language. Oh right! <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, it's so <laughs> funny. Best language in the but world. I have to have examples, please. Okay, so um, first of all, fucking in the kitchen. Okay. Nukin in the cooking. It's so good. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. The word. The word. Fucking was. Um, th- I can talk about the swearing now. Yeah, yeah. Um, please talk about fucking the swearing. Fucking shit. Crap. I've got, I'll get. I'll get the book. Keep um, the you got fucking shit. You got crap. Um, I can't remember what other ones, but th- those were like, I think, bitch, possibly. I don't know, but it was like I remember in the lesson, and those are the only words I could remember. I was like, ha, fucking, because it's like, I we don't think about. I really need to read that book about swearing because it's like finding out where it comes from. Because the idea, um, of taboo language, like the yeah. I think that that connects um, the. That's a thing. That's a link between all the languages in the world. There will be taboo subjects. There will be, be sarcasm. There will be yeah. swearing, but also like topics and the social roles that it plays. Yeah. Um, and what is. So, for example, in some cultures, swearing is far worse. So I think it's yeah. like Russian, I think swearing is like. Ooh, I'm going to kill you. 
Um, you know, that kind of vibe rather than... Because yeah. in English, especially, like, the UK, it's, it's very, so relaxed. Which I'm very... And I think Australia more so, personally. Oh, yeah, Australia um, is they, they use top dog. cunt every sort yeah. of few words, which I'm, which I'm very much in favour of, by the way. <laughs> I... I I, 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 must, I, I must have talked about my opinion on swearing on this podcast yeah. before. I, I definitely have. But I'm so much of the opinion that like, it's just words. I yeah. think there's obviously limits. I, I don't go around saying the N-word. The way in which li- you, you know. use the words are... Yeah, that's see, true. Um, so I, much for, I, I will always be in favour of swearing for emphasis. When you're swearing at it someone... It depends how often you do it because sometimes it loses its sting. That's and true. When, you, when some... So, for example, some comedians swear to be funny, to make shock value, and some of them just do it too much and I'm like... Yeah, there is, That's there is, there is. I think there is right. a limit, and I think there is definitely. Um, it's, it's an exposure thing, though, isn't it? That if you just use it too much, it, it means yeah. it's similar to like if you apologise too much, it loses its meaning. It's like it's like <laughs> when. So, for example, like I think the shift from being like year six to year seven. Yeah. Amount of swearing that was thrown at you, I think within like first two terms, I was like, yep, it's I, socially acceptable the, to swear rather than going rather than saying shit. Ah, it's yeah, just yeah. like off. Oh, no, I I was I was a bastard because I remember I like joining year five and I was swearing quite a bit. And people were quite... I don't. Rem- I remember you swearing, but I don't remember you like to the extent that it was in like secondary school. You know? No, no, not that bad. It was never that bad. But I would, I would, I think even then, as far as I can remember, I had quite a mature, if you could even call it that, version of swearing where it, I didn't go like to do it too. Yeah. To, like I didn't do the whole like giggling thing, and I didn't do it to yeah, just shock people. I did it because that's what I meant. I remember like <laughs> from a young age, like the swearing I learned was. Very typically British. Oh, you yeah. know, you got Wanker. bugger, you got bastard, you got bollocks. You know, the very yeah. Englishy the swear words. The ones. Yeah. Bees. But, Bees. You know, I remember Bees. thinking, fuck, was like, oh, that's a really, really bad word. But It's not. <laughs> yeah, but also being like, you bastard. Like, thinking that was normal. That was That's just footballers. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, things like that. But I think the what we can see the society, like society's views and like the underlying themes through swearing so for example the word bitch i think is incredibly interesting you know because it is talking about a woman in yeah. the sense of a dog and it's very degrading it can be used for like men and women however mm. a son of a son of a bitch the insult is not to it's the not man, to man yeah it is to the woman and i just think that's a really weird reflection of i was i think i adopt bitch currently it, for, with mock mocking purposes oh, to completely. be sassy mm, I, I, do, I wouldn't exactly bitch kind of thing I actually did it the other day I would mm. like text people and go like well you better bitch and yeah. I don't ever mean it exactly. to be rude but I think I don't think it's I think some people do I yeah, think some, yeah, that's the, that is the problem It's. I don't think the issue is bitch it's the, the son of a bitch it's the fact that, that one's an in, that one's always interesting me actually the way yeah, it's and like, I'm like it's, you're not insulting you know the subject exactly and you have like Son of a gun is like a good thing, kind mm. of thing, and the gun is in reference to, I'm guessing, like the dad. Yeah, I guess so. And I'm like, mm. I'm assuming they're not shot out of a pistol. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there's that Jimmy Carr joke, which is like, uh, the when a when a guy when a guy sleeps with loads of women, he's a stud, <laughs> he's a player, he's he's awesome, right? He's he's admired in culture. Yeah. When a woman sleeps with lots and lots of men, she's your, your mum. <laughs> Love it. But it's, it's true that there mm. is that disconnect where if a woman suits with lots of mm. men, it's sort of it's considered a bad thing. Yeah. It? But there's the, that's the eternal. Um, what's the word? I have the word and it's completely gone. Contradiction. There we go. Contradiction yes. of society is that men like to be cool is very stereotypical, obviously. Yeah, but, but men it's, to it's... be cool have to have sex with lots of women. Mm. But women to be to be respected have to have no sex yeah, or sex with one. So... Man. How does that work? 
oh, <laughs> there's can't... not enough men and women to do that exactly <laughs> it's it really just irks me as a, as a thing it's so strange because but... i mean personally i have no problems with people having lots of sex with lots of people as long as, long as obviously as, long as, as, consensual, as rocky <laughs> flintstone said in yes. the christmas episode I don't know if you've got I to have, it. I haven't, no. Labels are for gifts under the tree, not for those who are sexually free. And oh, I think that wonderful. is... That is bless wonderful. Bless Rocky. Please, He's... if you haven't already heard it, go check out My, my Dad Wrote Porn. It's very, very funny. Beautiful. Um, like, it's a wonderful I show. I lo- love, love it. Love it as a podcast. But um, going back to the but, idea of... Because like, yeah. um, we've finished this topic now and it was we were looking at language and gender. Um, yes. So, and I found it so interesting because it's, I guess it's more like the sociolinguistic side of it in English. But, um, you know, we're, there are lots of theorists saying there are different models they're called. So you've got the dominance, the deficit, the difference, and the diversity right. model, like four different models. And the dick. Essentially, <laughs> basically. And it's a lot of them, apart from the diversity model, I think, um, all of them are saying that men and women are inherently different and uh, men are bastards. Well, not like men are bastards, more women are weak. Right. It's saying that... Um, so, for example... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very much not true. Just not true. <laughs> yeah. I've always thought that. I've, that, that. That idea of women being weak has always amazed me because, like, e- but they're not. Yeah. I've, they're just... They're just not. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love. Always this love the argument. Always love the argument of um, where it's like, oh yeah, but women are, are like they're technically born weaker, and it's like, yeah, but anyone can go to the gym. Yeah. Like- also, I can kick. <laughs> I can kick a baby if it's a boy or a girl. Do you know I, what I can't mean? remember which comedian it was, but they were talking about like how in no, it might be Russell Howard. I don't know. Yeah. How in no other, you know, animal species. Is the woman is the female seen as? I remember this bit. I can't remember who it was now, but yeah, I don't remember this. And they said, "You don't go." Oh look, Terry, he was eaten by a female shark. What a loser! Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shark, you know. But it's it's very much just it's it's stuff that's carried on from history that is just uh, no. And I do think. Without trying to slag off religion, a no, no. massive part of oh, it, you know, because yeah. it's. Don't worry, we're not offended. <laughs> but We've had Ad- many episodes of this. Adam podcast. and Eve ate the apple, you know. Yeah, and I think the full-on slagging off, essentially, of Mary Magdalene. It, oh, it's it horrible, hurts. Isn't it? It's it really hurts because what? I'm like the stuff that they, that's the stuff that's in that book. I guess right. I'm like. Media, like you know, not like media, but you know, the first when you hear Mary Magdalene, you think, "Ah, oh, yeah, she was a prostitute." That's the only thing. But you she think was, about. she was a healer. She was like a lunch. Yeah. She taught people. She helped people. Yeah. She was. I strongly think, like, in the sense, like I'm kind of agnostic-y atheist, but um, she was a, a disciple. No, <laughs> so you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Um, in the sense that I'm also a prostitute. I'm also a healer, right? <laughs> But you know, definitely a disciple. But she wasn't counted. She but, wasn't. She wasn't the twelfth. One of the and 12th. it really, really it irks me. She's not in the dinner either. No, she's not the, in the last the supper. Weird, the, the weird. The dinner. It's the last. I had my, 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 my brain. The classic, the classic all dinner. I can think about is the fact that they're all sat facing one way. It's so strange. I'm like, can we have a table like a for twenty six? Um, but we're all just going to sit on one side. It's like a yeah, it's like a wedding. It's yeah. really strange. I bet, I bet they didn't even ask if they could move the tables. They just did it. They yeah. were just like they look like those kind of guys. They, <laughs> they do. Excuse me. What they brought their I'm, own tablecloth. I'm Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> Son of God, but um. Uh, what is that? What is that? That joke where it's like um, uh, Jesus passed around the bread. This is my body. He passed away mine. This is my blood. The guy in the chocolate mousse. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, and this is, the, and the cream is. <laughs> but there's a few jokes where it's just like, but, like the guy with the mayonnaise. Okay, uh, that's enough. But like, 
Uh, going back to uh, language and gender, there was um, a theorist called uh, Robin Lakoff. And a lot of the theorists are actually women. All right. um, and the research was done in like the 70s and the 80s. So obviously gender roles are different back then. Yeah. But she... Um, After the second... Well, during the second wave of fem- feminism, though. Exactly. Like they... She coined this phrase called women's language features, which can be divided into hedging and boosting devices. So like hedging devices are... It was quite... This is the first thing we learned about. And it was quite horrific in a sense. Right. Like, well, for me as a... As a woman, you're girl, a what? So, Since when? I think we've had this conversation okay. every single we podcast. Actually, yeah. You did not tell us this <laughs> before we invited you on here. We don't allow women on the podcast. This, okay, so yes, it's for so men. We, as we well know from earlier, women couldn't speak before. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie said, right, we were Googling this, and Jamie said, oh, the first, a, a woman was elected, what was it, elected uh, senator? The, yeah, a woman was elected Congress. to Congress. To Congress before, before women we could speak, vote. is what he said. <laughs> because he read, a, like, you know when you read, like, two things at once? What he meant was when women could vote, but he read the bottom, the next thing, and that fact was about speaking, so he went before, women could speak. <laughs> it, was just, <laughs> it was just a silly moment the, that we, unfortunately, we weren't recording The for. devices that they, like, the hedging devices, it includes a lot, a lot of using the word like. Right. Um, and like fillers, conversational fillers, I suppose. Um, Did you, you have. Like? Mm, <laughs> I, I think like they're the called time. mitigated yeah. imperatives. I try best not to, but. Yeah, no, I use it all the time. You have a lot of mitigated imperatives, which is when you kind of. Good word. Ease. Ease a question, ease a command. And they. And it said like women avoided confrontation by kind of saying. Well, I'm using the word kind of. That's a massive part of it. Right. Um, so is it about softening language? Softening language and kind of simultaneously being not intelligent enough to communicate their point, but also having to overcompensate with their intelligence. So if you were to, let's say, describe a T-shirt, yeah, um, a man may say, that's a green T-shirt, but a woman could say, that's an emerald T-shirt. Right. You know, they have to use this extra flowery language to show that they are on the same or to compensate for the conversational gap right, between okay. men and women. <laughs> And I just find that's, that like... that's an interesting point. You're right, there's a there's a poem by Caroline Duffy, who I, I really like as a poet. I think she's rather good. Love is um, like an onion. That it one stinks. not as good. Um, there but we, we go. We, we do have a, a poem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's one called the Virgin's Memo, which is uh, written from the point of view of Jesus's mother. Uh, and I wonder. That actually sounds quite beautiful. Oh, did you learn about it in English? Yeah, in English. Yeah. Oh, see, I mean, that's I'm kind of jealous because I, I do love. I do love a bit of feminist poetry. I do wonder, um, Mary, when she was explaining to, to Jesus how babies are made. She was like, so basically, like, did she have to do it when Joseph? Freaky angel thing with an eye and eighty thousand yeah, limbs. Yeah, because angels are not afraid. Uh, yeah. Be not afraid. But, I bloody am, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but do, yeah. Was well, that if? Well, if, if she knew, if she knew, did she have to do it when like Joseph just wasn't listening? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, so basically. Feminine Gospels by Caroline Duffy. A rather good collection. There's some very good ones in here that I I rather like. Um, what's great is I remember because we, we did this in class, obviously, and uh, we did some of the poems over lockdown. Mm. And there's a couple of them where she says "cunt" in it because she's Scottish, right? Yeah. And she's she just does it she she's cool and um, they're rather good poems and, and it was just quite funny that they were the ones that we weren't asked to read aloud we like read them like individually yeah. it was just quite funny like I could tell why because they said they were cunt and they obviously no one else would say it especially in front of the teacher and all, my class is almost entirely female as well oh, which is I know I say that but what I, I say that as a weird thing because I don't believe that personally I don't ever use cunt to describe a woman like as a woman I describe like I would well, say I would say my bitch 
like bitch kind of thing. I'd say that Kate Hopkins is a cunt, but they're not oh. because she's a woman, because she's an awful person. She's a horrible, horrible exactly. person. Um, I think that's, that is one of those, I, I think especially when, because obviously uh, the the kind of the idea of swearing and, and certain swear words, like bitch and stuff like that, whereas we, you know, people do see it as kind of a, a, yeah. a derogatory term towards women, mm. but then also kind of these words like bitch and like cunt, which, you know, cunt is meant to be the female's vagina. Yeah. It's like, we don't I now... would never, ever use Exactly. We don't ever, ever use... I don't use the word bitch to describe women exclusively. Just, just for, just for yeah, being I a just woman, use... Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But you, you still think of swear words and you think about them being gendered. So you have, mm. like, wanker, prick. They are kind of more male, but I... Yeah. And... Women can be wankers, guys. Yeah, exactly. Women can be wankers. <laughs> Absolute wankers. Um, th- but, there's mm. the thing. Lots of swear words are genita- genitalia, which is always yeah, interesting. I... And also, there's no, there's no, necess- so inter- there's no necessarily no, because difference. Because, think about it, it's taboo subject. That's you true. are going back to the taboo and it's yeah. kind of slang to avoid saying it in a way that where people would feel embarrassed, I guess. And it's making it more, yeah. more jokey and more relaxed. But the, I think I've spoken to you about this before, just in general, because I'm boring like this. But no, this is, the roles that, the implications of swear words, you know, they can all mean the same thing. So you've got like prick, twat, wanker tosser they can all mean like an idiot and like yeah a, they all mean a, a per, at least a person of disrepute right yeah exactly but you wouldn't use them for the same reason i would no, no if someone was actually masturbating i don't think i'd call them a wanker yeah yeah like I, th- that's well so i'd say what are you doing or how do you get into tesco do you know what i mean <laughs> but like in the cheese aisle not, come on that, gareth that's not what i think of what when the I holes think- in the swiss cheese <laughs> Those cars, I haven't seen them in months. You're too, you're too good for that, mate. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, like, it's, wankers never ever meant, mean, mm. meant to me. Um, Somebody's having a wank. Exactly. That's just doesn't, that's not what it means. If you think about, so like, um, so for example, I'd say like, let's say a twat and, like a prick and a bastard, right? Both right. of them can mean an idiot. Yeah. But, um, you'd think, if you use the word prick, you'd think of a more, entitled person you know someone yes, quite posh. posh quite fancy yeah. a bastard Rich, is someone who's like let's say someone's hurt you you'd call them a bastard a it's bastard? less also, I always think of morally corrupt yes exactly sure why, that's... but bastard is like yeah exactly yeah, you're someone just like who'd, a who'd fuck you over for no, yeah, for no genuinely reason like a bad person yeah like and a like bastard. a twat is someone who's more of an idiot yeah yeah, yeah. like like not necessarily like lower intelligence, but you know they'd run into a wall for fun. You know, yeah. it's but like... then with and this is it was interesting. But all of that, all those definitions can work. Mm. If I say twat, I could mean an entitled prick, mm. or I could mean an, a corrupt bastard. Exactly, it, but, you but know, you, it's all about it's the, the context. default, yeah. and it's what you immediately associate. Because I just love how they can mean the same word, mm. but the different levels of it. And, We're very good at like, swearing in this country, and I'm very proud mm, of that. Like a knobhead. Is just a lovely bit. Joe Lysett talking about how we should erase all these negative, like how the word like terrorist has like a lot of oh, very horrible yeah, yeah. negative it connotations, does. and like you immediately They're jump scary. to conclusion. It's scary, yeah, isn't it? well, obviously a terrorist is you know scary, but yeah. you know you immediately jump to this kind of stereotype and how he thinks that we should get rid of all all words, like all specific words, and just call people knobheads. You can get, you know, a low-level knobhead, and then yeah. you can go all the way up to a fundamental <laughs> knobhead. It's yeah. beautiful. And I think the way that we use swearing is 
you can test waters and you can see where you stand. That's in. true. I will. I very rare. I will swear first. I find it with a brand new person, especially like a, like a parent or something. It would be very rare. That oh, I, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I would wouldn't... be the first person to swear. I normally. Yeah, I remember yeah. I accidentally swore in front of one of the PE teachers, Ooh. but it was a PE teacher, so it didn't count. But <laughs> it was like I remember the absolute like horrific it's embarrassment. A, he yeah, was fine it's with a it. Horror. It was like um, in a child's life. Because he, he came over and I was with my friend and he was like... I'd prefer um, um, sitting there and thinking, oh, God, I'm going to say the Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I did. this is another out of recording. This is from my own childhood that I remember being... In it was cred- only a couple of years ago, Ryan. It, w- it was quite a few. We're quite old now. We're getting oh, old. Oh, my God, it was like five years ago. Was, uh, anyway, anyway. Um, so, uh, what, what was it? Can you believe Avengers came out 10 years ago this year? It did, 2012, genuinely. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is going to have a crisis over there. Um, the genuine, the, uh, I remember in RE class, in sort of like, you know, I think even actually earlier than year seven, but year seven, year eight, I was deathly terrified of saying the Kama Sutra when I meant the Quran. I don't know why, but I was just, I was, I was so concerned, because I knew what both of them were. Yeah. I was so concerned that I'll just like flippantly say, oh, Kama Sutra, and talk about the religious text, but then, and everyone's going, that's the sex book. And I was, I was re- I never did it. No, it never happened, but I was so worried. I think that's like, that kind of symbolizes the difference between me and you. Um, it, it, to me, for me, this is more in writing, but I did yeah. um, PRE GCSE, and I was so scared. Um, I think I remember the first time I wrote a question about Islam and I mentioned the Quran, I wrote the corn as in corn mints. <laughs> and I was like, the corn says this. And I'm like, oh, low in fat. Just lovely. Yeah, just, just, go, just go to the kitchen and see, um, see Lizzie talking to some mints going, what is that? <laughs> Kill all the infidels. <laughs> Not that the Quran says that, but you know. <laughs> Corn sure does. Pretty sure that's the Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> Kill all the infidels and then spin, 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 spin. Well, I, I, I read a Listen, very violent version. He's like, you know, you've, you've, you know, folded the pages down that you want to keep. Keep a note of. Speaking say? of the, Kama uh, Sutra. the pop-up Kama Sutra. Give me in clap, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Slap me, Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's great. Or uh, midgen penis horts, which is my penis. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like someone like tried to say, tried to say, I know a language. What is it? It's not English, right? No, no, it's not. Penis it's horts. Um, it's. I find it very interesting because you think it's very phonetic. It's very, it is very phonetic. Which there's a lot of cognates. I, I find quite interesting. It's very phonetic, but then obviously my geography is horrendous, but. Um, it kind of, for me, it comes from the same lang- same area group of languages as uh, Polish All right. and like kind of Russian-y sort of. I suppose it's near there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. In the they grand scheme of the world. don't know what phonetics are. They no. have W's and J's and mm. F's and Q's and together it makes a sound ah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. I find that so interesting in the way it kind of melds together i suppose is um anyway. I, we went on quite a tangent and it was a very fun one but the back to the, the virgin's mm. memo as mentioned earlier about the whole idea of um female language being less so being softened mm. and then also compensating as well uh, so the virgin memo is from the point of view of um jesus's mother mary and he's writing to jesus uh, i won't read the whole thing. it's actually quite short i could read the whole thing but i just just say like it's um 
maybe not abscesses, acne, asthma, son. Maybe not boils, maybe not cancer or diarrhea or tinnitus of the in, in, inner ear. Maybe not fungus. Maybe rethink the giraffe. Maybe not herpes, son, or text in a, in, uh, illegible. So there's more. And she goes through basically what she says. The whole thing is she's going, maybe not, or reconsider lots of bad, it's alphabetical, but lots of really bad things, things we don't really like in the world. Like herpes and cancer and boils and things. Um, and then there's these come bit, a text illegible and text untranslatable. There's this really interesting poem that she's done, because she's obviously done that intentionally, mm. um, is that all the words are, there's no command words. There's no imperatives. It's all suggestion. It's, but it's a motherly thing. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's a feminine thing and a motherly thing in, in traditional literature yeah. where she's going like, because this came out in 2002. So this is, this is you know, after all the, the feminisms and stuff. Yeah. And it's very, very good. Um, all the feminisms. All the, as, the as, feminisms. As in, like, after... I didn't want to pick it up, but I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> no, as, I mean, well, I get the, you. I mean, all the, the feminisms are over now. So. <laughs> I mean, after... Back to good old womenly roles. <laughs> no, I mean, since the feminist movements, we yeah. have now changed our opinion. Mm. Not the sort of... Uh, women hating yeah. days of of yeah. the fifteen hundreds and, and 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 for quite a while well, after that, that. but um this so the memo is so it's, and also it's a memo so it's a memorandum so it's it's informal it's not yeah. uh, it's not an instruction I, it's just mm. these sort of like mm. she slid it, you get the impression that she sort of slid it onto his desk kind yeah, of thing exactly and said maybe don't have cancer you know yeah. but there's no there's and also there's some really lovely traditional feminine things there's some lovely moments where she goes um uh the unicorn's lovely right. Maybe, but maybe not tr- verrucas or wasps, and uh, and the whole point is that the, the, the unicorn is something that doesn't exist, right? It, it's not true. Um, but so her suggestion, the something thing that she liked, has been removed. It is the idea, is the storyline. Um, so it's a re- it's a really good. It's I really like that poem. poem um, and the fact it's called the Virgin's Memo as well. So there's all there's you know like immediately being taken away and precisely and immediately the idea also. Of it's, 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 An innocence, I guess. Yeah. But also is that she, immediately the first thing you know about this this poem, the first thing you know about this woman is she's a virgin. Her sexual status. That's the immediate first thing you yeah. know. Because the only thing that's important mm. is the uh, implication. Yeah. Uh, which is I, I it's, really, it's one of my favourite ones in the in the book. Um, mm. But I just thought that's quite interesting because, like I said, the softening yeah. of language where she maybe not and uh, rethink mm. and uh, but it always says maybe. It's almost almost every line begins with the word maybe. Yeah. Which is of course the most of the most vanilla phrase in the yeah. English language. You yeah. know, it's sort of it's not. It's in no way mm. aggressive. In no way is it um, commanding mm. or ha- serves any respect. It's very suggestive. Exactly. It's like so. In other research that we looked at, there was this theorist called uh, Esther Grief. Well, researcher I guess called Esther Grief, who so only only small part, but this was like. Almost not like a wake up call, but you know, it was talking about interruptions between men and women. Um, you know, a husband is far more likely to interrupt his wife. I don't think that's true at all. Hey, hey see what I did there. But we're not married. And if we're anyone... not? Why are I hang out with you then? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> everyone has always, and I mean, always said, me and you're an old married couple. Oh, I can, I mean, I get is, it though, but I, I don't. I get it, but I think we're too similar. Yeah. So it's actually like we're old twins. Who yeah. hate each other. Hate each other. <laughs> it's like I should have eaten you in the womb, you bitch. Absorbed you. Warm. <laughs> like like Peter Kay and Doctor Who. Oh, I'm I've got a bit of eczema at the Absorbal moment. off, by the way. <laughs> I've got like a little bit of eczema on my eyes at the moment. I keep on calling it eczema. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what it is. It's eczema. But um anyway, going Garlic back to bread. it. But basically, yeah. this is I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the parents are more likely to interrupt the daughter than the son. Oh. I mean, this was research done in the 1980s, but yeah. still, I was like, 
oh, it's from an early age. It just... Mm. And there's there was look at more like gender and conversation, I suppose. Mm. Um, and there are these things called you've got your positive face and your negative face and face-threatening acts. Right. So your positive face is when someone is talking to someone else and is being very nice to them to kind of make sure they feel comfortable mm. um, and, you know, making them feel welcomed. And then you've got your negative face, which is where you're respecting that someone would want to keep a distance, but you're still being polite. So, for right. example, one of you is at a train station. I want to know the time. I'd go, I'm really sorry, but could you tell me the time? Or, excuse me, you know, you're being polite. You you don't want to build this relationship with that person, but yeah. you do need something from them. There's a distance mm. immediately there. So both yeah. of them are very polite and positive, far more likely to be used by women. And then you've got face-threatening acts, which is where you're rude to someone. That's basically right. the fancy words. And in conversation, you've got women are far more likely to support and be kind and give not necessarily advice but be be an ear mm. you know be a shoulder to cry on and men will their idea of building a relationship is by being rude this is obviously all stereotypes yeah, yeah. but uh, by being rude by insulting by trying to be more dominant and when presented with a problem it's the idea it's this idea is called report and rapport all right um so i can't remember which one's which <laughs> one of them means being supportive and nice that would be rapport Mm. Um, the other one is being like oh yeah so it's like men want to be like I am talking I'm going to be dominant in this conversation and it's when presented with a problem when someone presents when a when someone presents a man with a problem they'd be like right we're going to come up with a solution we're going to do this 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 for the woman it's letting them talk it out it's being that shoulder crier and that it kind of links back to the idea of a maternal role and yeah, because I was talking to my other friend about this. I have another friend. What? Not, I don't allow Jamie other friends. No. I know. I just, I just keep him locked in this room until yeah. we, until his Saturday comes around. Open the, the drawer, Jamie. Just <laughs> is it time to speak? Oh no. <laughs> I'm just looking for my socks, Jamie. Here you are, my man. Not those ones. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's what happens. Um, <laughs> Why are they so crusty? Wanker. Literally. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. No, you were saying. But I was talking to my friend Natasha about this and the yeah. idea that. Um, How is Natasha? Oh, she's. Well, she's got COVID. Oh, but that's not great. She's, she's doing good. She's good. a lovely lady. Um. Anyway, uh, she says say hi. Whenever I mention you, she says say hi. And to you as Hello. well. So everyone says hi. Hi. Anyway. Hello, Natasha. How are you doing? She won't listen. You're summoning her. <laughs> and she just rises out of the table. We just slowly... Da, 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 running up the stairs. I thought you were like a theme tune. Like, da, 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 it's Natasha. Um, but yeah, we were talking about how... Inspector Gadget. But how in... So, for example, a woman... It's, you know, if a woman, you know, is a mum, you know, look after the kids, take them to school, doing the cooking, cleaning, all the stereotypical jobs. Yeah. Everyone's like, hey, if a man does that, dear Lord, he's amazing. Look at him. Look at him being an excellent father. And I'm like, no, what he's being is a father. Yeah. It's. He's not doing anything more. He's doing the bare minimum. He's, yeah. Exactly. The, 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 the very much is a, is a um, 
you know, it can, uh, there is uh, almost a negative stigma and a positive stigma around, mm. um, uh, like, stay-at-home dads, for instance. Yeah. Because some people look at stay-at-home dads. I think I think actually more males will look at stay-at-home dads and go, well, you know, what why are you staying doing? at home? You what should are you doing? be yeah, caring. And then I think more mm. stereotypically women will look at stay-at-home dads and go, look how... You know, how caring he is. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. both of these are very, very damaging concepts. Yeah. <laughs> he's a stay-at-home dad because he wants to stay. Yeah. yeah. Staying out, it doesn't need to work. And um, <laughs> the idea of a, have you heard the term, mum entrepreneur? Yes, yeah. Um, The fact that it exists. It's, they're just an entrepreneur. You do not get a dad entrepreneur. No, you, you don't. You don't need to define yourself by your relation to someone else within a family. To make it have any worth, and um, in feminism, you've got like the idea that um, I'm what's the word? Yes. So, um, the idea. <laughs> the word of... was yes. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I the word. speak in English. Um, but you've got the idea that like um, so. <laughs> Lizzie's having a feminist breakdown. <laughs> I can do this. It's I speak. Breakdown you can. She's a English is my first language. Strong, independent woman. Strong, independent woman. Yeah. <laughs> Hear you roar. I don't even know what you're trying to say. I can't even help. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not with you. No, I do know. Okay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Come on. No, no, no. Because yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. And the, the, the women's, the women's, the fabulous, fabulous women's. Yeah, so the idea in feminism of a, you know, like, um, the idea of, like, a, a woman who's a su- successful feminist is a, is a businesswoman. She yeah. owns her own company. She's a strong woman. And the idea that a stay-at-home mum is not. Is not a feminist. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. You know, it's having, it's the idea that being successful is defined by your economic value. Yeah. It's... Being is it's replicating the image of a stereotypical man. It's not. It is. It's true. Just being a person, because I think in a home, the idea of like a the feeling love and feeling safe, I think, is so so important, and it's far more formative for people's futures than you know. Mm. Do you have a degree? It's. I think it's more. The crucial nature of it is very very important. I think it's very much disregarded in the sense of, you know, the stereotypical idea of, of a new feminist. You know. Yeah, because that's that's funny. I've always I've always thought of feminism as giving women the chance to choose. That's being it. That a, is a mother it, it, or the being, core. A, you, being a you can you can be both. No one says you can be both, and no one says you can't be yeah. either. It's just giving an option. It's making the. I always find this. Um, the people who have an issue with feminism, mostly men. I, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, 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 um, obviously there are women who hate feminism. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> But it's sure. the idea Working that against your own interest is fine. instead, <laughs> well, this isn't the case with any form of equality. Yeah. It's not the idea that it's the idea that more rights and more opportunities are being given to those who don't have them rather than being taken away from people who have. Which is always the imbalance that the, the, yeah. the ridiculousness of, you know, your rights aren't being removed, right? You no. understand that. It's there's just, just being, there's just more being awarded. Mm. It's a good thing. Exactly. Yeah, so people who, people who like have a problem with gay marriage, it's like, oh, grow up. It's like, it's like, why? It doesn't, marriage sucks just anyway. Because gay marriage is legal doesn't mean you have to marry a man or a, or a woman. <laughs> like, that's not. How it's it's not. It doesn't become mandatory. It just becomes an it's option so for some people. Um, actually, your your uh, I always I do I think I use my mum as an example a lot because she's the main woman I know. Yes. Let's be honest, the first woman I saw. Um, the second uh, woman I saw was Whitney Houston. <laughs> it was. She was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, is, is that, you know, um, 
she I hope, and she's going to listen to this. So I hope she didn't get embarrassed by me. But I'm going to be complimentary. I hope aim to be complimentary. I love um, your mum. She's, so she's nice. wonderful, isn't she? And Thank she you. has five children. Mm. Um, and I argue we've all turned out quite well so far. Um, apart and, from you. Apart from me. Uh, and and but also that she was a, she's she kind of left her job. She left university and mm. uh, uh, went to to, uh, to raise her children instead. Um, but now her kids, are, her youngest, are now eleven. Uh, and she she's gone back to university. She's now going getting a degree in criminology and psychology. Which is amazing. Uh, and yeah. yeah, exactly because she she you know she's she's sort of early forties and she's gone. I've mm. still got I still got twenty years left before I retire anyway. Mm. Twenty five years before I retire. So I've got that's a career right there. Yeah. I, can, I can have and she's doing great. You know we're all very proud she of her. Has and, these options. And this thing is the option part of it. She never has regretted once no. staying home and looking after her kids because she's done an amazing job. Yeah. And we we couldn't you know How we couldn't thank her enough. It is so important. To... That's the thing. I I've never ever once in my f- life felt unloved or unsupported mm-hmm. because she was always there. Mm. And 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 that's the thing is that I think any any person who would say that a stay at home mum is you know is always just applying by a stereotype. She wasn't. Mm. She had a job, but she decided that this would be the better thing for her. Yeah. And at the time it was. And now times have moved on as life moves on and yeah. she now decides to go back to education and she's doing great. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, I, that's the thing. And that, that, this is why I, I consider myself quite arrogantly, I suppose, but I do consider myself quite um, aware of these sort of more fem- feminine issues. And yeah. Things like that. Cause because you've I have up with two older sisters. Exactly, I've got two older yeah. sisters as well. And my household was very feminine. I, it, it's always been feminine driven. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I, and I, I've never, I, I've, I've always loved that. Mm. Um, and I, so I do think I'm sort of, not than not than not obviously not than women. You're not you're not saying that you're like a professional, but no, you, I'm not. Have, I'm not a champion you have of women's a rights. Level of awareness, exactly. It's... And I think more so than a lot of people that I've I've personally met of my mm. men of my age. Um, yeah, and it is quite interesting the the lack of mm. awareness, lack of uh, understanding yeah. of that. It's very simple stuff as I, well. I, I... <laughs> grew up in a very female-centric house as well because I've got two sisters and a mum yeah. uh, um, and then my stepdad so it's mostly females and I'm I... not my stepdad who's also, <laughs> also a woman if he wants to be I'll be there to support him yeah um, um, wow I grew... <laughs> I know I'm very very powerful um, <laughs> forward thinking um, but I like grew up watching High School Musical and oh yeah and I, 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 was all three of them. I adored yeah I adored High School Musical and, and then I got into like secondary school and it was like oh can, oh, we, can, can High we, School Musical can we just can we? be like um the real villain was Gabrielle Sharpay was the hero she gave him she gave Troy these meets with basketball people she was ready to fund but, that guy's life I, and I he just... was like oh but she does science I'm going to go with the science girl I'm like I... no no Sharpay is amazing. I think Sharpay should have respected his decision though and, and left that is it also true. But I think the fact that she was treated as a villain. That's true. Yeah, there's 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 some I don't ethical think questions raised. I don't raised. think she's a villain. I think she's misguided. Oh. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. yes, yeah, I, I grew up watching um things like High School Musical and um and, and more female centric um, shows and stuff like yeah, that. You know, my mum was a big fan of um of uh, yeah, very much female stereotypes, yeah. but um you know, and my yeah. mum was was a fan of more more rom coms, which again is more of a, a female. Yeah, it's a girl thing. They're, they're great, but for some reason, men, you know, can't watch them if you're we a real. We can't man. watch well, them. Well, this is the, the Amazing Spider Man is a rom com. My eyes will burn is. if I watch a rom com. It's yeah. great. I love. I mean, uh, the majority. Shaun of the of Dead. The scenes... of the Dead is literally the title. The, uh, the tagline is "Rom com with zombies." Yeah, it's a the rom-com. majority of the scenes of Amazing Spider Man are just um, Gwen and, and, yeah. and Gwen Peter flirting. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but, but yeah, yeah. so but when I go to secondary school, it's very much like, you know, you, you kind of true. watch this stuff. There's like this it. age where, like, they just, the genders just separate. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I've always had, uh, I've always been better friends with women in my, as far as I can remember, than men. Mainly because mm. I don't like football. And that is a stereotype, but it's mainly true. Yeah, it is such a driving force. It is that, like, I don't play football, I don't really like it, I don't watch it, Sport. so therefore I have nothing to talk about <laughs> yeah. with all these men. That's, that's why we I have are friends. Met, I have met guys, exactly. Um, <laughs> I have met guys in in my life who literally they cannot function if they're not talking about football. Mm. And, th- and that's not even being, that's not even being exaggerated. They, they, like, they don't understand conversation if it's not regarding football. I think it's far <laughs> easier for a woman to be friends with a man if you get what i mean yeah because like, yeah. i i like to think i've got a nice balance of male and female yeah. friends and um obviously oh, we talk I've about the three male friends <laughs> obviously we're talking about like you know the idea of a gender binary in this sense yes yeah like you know in the stereotypes and whatever way um but it's i just find it really really interesting because i don't have to accommodate my language I, it's difficult. So I don't have to, I'm not expected to know about football, to have a conversation yeah, with these football lads. That's true. You know, they, we will talk about something the else that isn't related. The assumption would be that you don't But like with it. you, it, that you would be like, you don't, you don't talk about football. Well, what do you talk about? Like, mm. because I'm not expected. So it's, I just find that so the fact that what team do you support is a quite a common greeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's the first time greeting of someone. It it does like quite small, small talk. It's the root yeah. of small talk, I think, in the UK because it is such a really big part of our culture. Uh, there was an Andy Parsons joke on Mock the Week oh, quite a long time ago now, where it was like, um, well, yeah, it's Andy Parsons. It's, yeah, uh, and it was like, uh, well, there was it was recently we were, we were Britain was considering England was considering um, uh, Britain was considering making rugby the national sport. And then realise that only eight countries in the world give a shit about it, yeah. and four of them are us. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. But yeah, I just—it's Je- yeah, the conversation. I must admit, and you raised it slightly early, and of course, I did make a joke about it and things, but um, about the interruption of of uh, women yeah. over men. I wonder if you went through this podcast, and please don't do it at home because I don't really want to know, but I do want to know. But I feel bad about it. Mm. Is I want because we've had we've had uh, you Brooke Molly um, as the female guests and we've had the females uh, the Sully and and, and uh, uh, Charlie as male guests. Uh, I just I wonder if there's any difference. Yeah, I wonder if we're like because we, we interrupt our guests a lot. Yeah. We're quite rude, um, mm. really. And I wonder if if there is a ratio there's, there's problem. A if we actually did let the men talk. More. You'll notice how Ryan didn't mention interrupting me because it would then be um, very much heavily in yeah. favour of men. I was going to say you're like not... you never like you're always just sitting there like. Mm. You're but not I, a man. I, I, I think I think I interrupt <laughs> a lot. Yeah. When when people are talking, but going back to the kind of thing with women, it's um when women interrupt, it's more likely to be supportive. So oh, if you're yeah. saying, like what you did well, just, just then, did. Just did that's that. more common with women. With yeah. men, it's like someone's talking like, yes, no, I'm going to talk about me and my opinions. That's how you do improv, yes. <laughs> me and my opinions. Yeah. And it's... Get in the cupboard. That's how you win at improv. <laughs> Sorry. But it's... <laughs> uh, but it's interesting to see how, how interruptions can function in mm. language, I guess, and in conversation. And how we can identify... Kind of with what's how we show our support and how we show that we are interested and understand the topic of conversation. Because some people yeah. will just sit there and nod and smile, but then there'll be that. There, so these things called minimal responses in right. conversation. Um, women are 
like four times, three, um, three times more likely to use it than men. And there, obviously this was, again, 70s, 80s, between heterosexual couples, uh, white, middle class. Yeah. So it's a very, very small sample size. However. <laughs> very typical sample size. We did uh, three people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we asked him. <laughs> good That's good enough, right? <laughs> but it was looking at how... In conversation, um, women would be, you know, making these minimal responses by going, mm-hmm, yeah, nodding, smiling. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, <laughs> nodding, smiling. <laughs> no, no, no. There's Thanks, that, so there's that um, Mitch and the Web sketch with the librarian where mm-hmm. it's like, do your friends go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. But um, it's... So you... Women are far more likely, and men would just sit there in silence. And when the woman is talking, like, it's, when it's her conversation dominance time whatever when she's talking she will more likely check and ask in with the man and being like so what do you think and like asking for their opinion to see if they're engaged or not rather than with a man it's expected that the woman would be engaged do you reckon that's why i i do a lot of those minimal um responses with Mm. yes because i i've grown up with a more female yeah i guess so because you have you're less likely to be the because i guess it's Obviously, because you're not, you have older, older women, not like old women, but like, you know, you're young compared to the oh, yeah, women sorry, in your I'm life. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm with you. I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're yes, young compared yes. to the women in your life, so yeah, they, they are, are sisters and their mothers. they are superior to you, not through gender, but via age. Age, right. And I think that's where you kind of learnt that, almost to like show respect to someone who's more above you whatever mm. you would have to include these minimal responses it's, um, it's, it's weird with interruptions and the yes and the, the kind of um, you know set, keeping track that, you, that you're on board and you're engaged in a conversation because I was watching um, a video where they talked about this and they talked about how in um, other languages and other um, cultures I guess um, are much more um, it's, you know, it's seen as rude yeah. To then talk to, if someone's ha- saying t- explaining something to you to be like mm-hmm, yeah oh that makes sense you know, it's, yeah. and it's weird that we what we have it one way in our country and that it splits two ways and then it's completely different in another language. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, the the interruption. It. It's we don't intend it to be rude. We intend yeah. it to be supportive, to be um, yeah, encouraging. Honestly, it's almost anything. like subconscious. Exactly. Uh, and I mean, I did think about this. Sorry, sorry to uh, interrupt you, but uh, interruption. <laughs> I did think about this whilst we were doing the podcast because I was thinking about how much I was saying mm-hmm, and yeah, because that's just what I do. Um, but also, Jamie was nodding, and it just made me, it made me giggle a little bit in my head because he's nodding on a podcast; they can't see you, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Obviously, yeah. you're not doing that and going, "Oh, I'm going to do it because I nodded," because she can see you, so yeah, that's exactly. why so you were doing still, it. Think, it's just quite interesting. Not to throw any shade at you, but I think I think that kind of show is better works better for a podcast format. Whereas if you've got, um, not saying it is confusing for people to understand yeah, the yeah, word yeah. yes, and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but if someone's talking, someone's explaining something, and you, you as a viewer are trying to listen, oh my. then you've got someone else being like, mm-hmm, yeah. Ooh. I suppose. I not, we've got I'm different not, styles. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you no, can't do it, but I'm, I'm just, just saying, yeah. yeah no. It's like, even when I'm listening to a podcast, <laughs> yeah, and not like a comedy podcast, but like the Louis Theroux podcast, and they're talking, and, like, and I go, oh yeah. And I, I, I did that. It's like I'm in the, I don't know why, but it's like, I'm trying to connect with these people. I'm going to talk about not necessarily my opinions, but just like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Where there's a Louis, like, listen to me. Where there's a bit of <laughs> silence, and Lizzie starts talking. She's really annoyed when someone interrupts her from the podcast. 
Is that what? I wasn't listening. When, no, it's in, no, no, it's in, when you're listening to a podcast and yeah. you start talking and then someone interrupts you, you're like, fuck you. Uh, excuse me. Typical man. Typical man. Naughty Louie. Um, <laughs> you're naughty boy. Naughty boy. But yeah, it's like, because we as people have that need to talk to others. We have that need for connection. And there's yeah. like so many studies saying, oh, when you don't talk to other people, you die. I mean, that's my favourite. I, I, I talk to myself a lot when no one else is there, and it's partly because I'm mad. But also, I, I I do have a first of all, I I do like talking. At do, do you do aware. imaginary scenarios? Oh you're, yeah, it's you're you're on your talk show. And... Oh, but yeah, that's how I practice my stand up. Is I imagine there's an audience there. But, no, I, um, I I just talk I about my talk show and embarrassing. You imagined a heckle. I once imagined a heckle. <laughs> I genuinely, I was I was doing a joke about um Eggs? I think. No, I think I, was, I think I was doing a joke about the Reading Festival actually because I have a Reading Festival routine that I, I'm doing, and I think I genuinely stopped myself and like looked over there and, and I can't I can't remember what I said, but I th- I imagined a yeah, heckle. It's I have I have but a, just just because I hate myself. <laughs> I have Im- imagined if I, if I'm imagining saying something in my head, just like thinking something, yeah. and then I'm like disagree with myself instead of disagreeing with myself in my head, you I'll say, say it out loud. I do that. Yes. <laughs> oh I'm, like, I'm thinking something. And I'm like. And then out loud, I just go, what the fuck am I talking no, about? No, no, that's not. That's not. <laughs> it's, it's like when I... Just do it on the train. I, <laughs> it's like when I'm, like, remembering things I've said or done and, like, I'm going through, like, oh, imagine if this happened oh, in my yeah. head. And Different then I, I, I respond out loud. <laughs> I, I, I've done that. I've definitely done... I think even recently... I will. My face will physically like grimace when I think of. <gasps> yes, I don't. Uh, so, oh do you know what? There's one moment. Maybe if I say it out loud, it might be therapy. But there was one moment in um, quite recently, relatively. Recently, I was doing a assembly uh, for that bloody what was it? The silent, the disco, silent disco. Silent I think. No. Or is it just a regular disco? I don't remember. But I was I was head boy or house captain oh, or something. Yeah. One of the leader roles, um, and I was doing a presentation, talking to the, to the like whole of. The, yeah. School, school, like year seven and eight, I think it was yeah. definitely the definitely younger ones. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I had no, there was no preparation time. It was like talk about this. Like we all got different subjects. One person was talking about I think sports day Eggs. and then yeah. everything like that. And so I was like, I was just given the the disco, which I didn't care about. So I just, but I, but I, I, I don't want to like go. I don't care about this. So I, I, yeah. I, I like, yeah, I do I like public speaking. I like getting energy yeah. and stuff like that. And I walked out and I was like, oh, but, you know, it was a really great, a really great night. You have a lot of fun. Uh, and I literally, I said. In year 10 or 11, so what was that, night 2018, 2019? Yeah. I genuinely said the words. You could be like, you could be like, when you look up, when you get up there, you're like, Britney Spears. <laughs> what a fucking reference. <laughs> no one wants to be like, no, that's, that doesn't mean Mad anything Britney to Spears, these people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. doesn't mean any... Britney Spears. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't convinced. And then you mentioned Britney Spears. <laughs> and I was exactly. like, yeah. That was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Right? And then Miss Shank just went, went uh, oh, someone more current. Like, Miss yeah. Shank in, <laughs> went, went up to me and she said, was, I'm, was like, okay, I'm out of touch. Which I was, and I was, I felt really bad about it. And I, I then tried to cover it up with a bad joke about, Oh no, I like the old stuff. I think you even look like Sinatra up there, and then tried to carry on talking. But I, that's one of the things that I always I look back and go. <laughs> the thing is, though, what's weird about that is I guarantee you, everyone sat in that room has forgotten about that because it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, but yeah. to me, it keeps me up at night. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just, 
No chance anyone. I forgot no. the silent disco was a thing exactly. until you mentioned it. <laughs> well, so did everyone else. No one bought tickets. It's like, but yeah, it's. But I remember it was it was in a law lesson, I think, and I was just doing some work and because like we do like these answers on the board and we talk through it and there's like a lot. It's, it's a lot of just like copying down, but we've understood the content. And it is yeah. beneficial. Um, but I'm just like writing, and I remember thinking about um, someone and a conversation, like imagining if I had a conversation with them, if I had a chance to talk to them. And um, in my head, I imagined they said something and I just, and out loud I went, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> in a silent classroom, I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and if, if anyone wants to know, he definitely didn't. He didn't, right. He, okay. he didn't. Oh, glad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think there's, there's, That's what there is those, there is those strange moments in your life where you're like, you, you, I definitely do talk out loud and I definitely do um, respond to myself to myself out loud and when I don't need to and do you ever do you ever like think about who's nearby because my walls in this house the walls are pretty thin my walls are pretty thin and I I I well because of course when I go to the toilet there's a mirror there and I'm not one to shy away from a mirror you know I'm pulling faces I'm doing impressions in that fucking mirror it's there. Um, there's not many chances I see a mirror apparently in my life. <laughs> um, so, so I, I, I didn't realize that I didn't have a mirror in my room for the longest time. Did you not? No. Oh, I sit in front of my mirror every single. <laughs> That's why I have my conversations, by the way, because like I'm talking, I'm looking, I'm looking at the mirror, and I'm going, mm, yeah. And it's obviously it's a podcast. You can't hear me, but I'm yeah. in my head. It's always Graham Norton. And, <laughs> uh, so you're on the red couch. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um, right, yeah, we should probably wrap up there. It's been like anyway, nearly an hour. Love you guys. Thanks so much uh, for joining us. You're welcome to the industry uh, after half hours. Half hours. Hour long special. Yeah, this was a long one. But I hope you found it interesting. <laughs> the content's been very, very interesting. And uh, we'll, I can't we'll lie. see you. We've been we'll... chatting about the world. We'll see you next time.